what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Hi, this is Daphne Maxwell-Reed, and you are listening to TV Confidential. We have December 9th, 1965, and that was the day that A Charlie Brown Christmas first premiered on CBS. So that's Thank a, goodness. That was the very first uh, animated interpretation of one of Charles Schultz's strips. Well, someone please tell me what Christmas is all about. And it, you bring that up. That was a big issue yeah. with the network. It was CBS at that time. They had two big deals. One of them was the fact that they were using real children to voice the characters that had never been done before, and they were a little uh, little concerned about that. And the other thing was they're actually explaining the story of Christmas from uh, the Bible. Right. Linus is quoting scripture, right? He's telling, he tells the nativity story. But the network did not know that until much, much later on. Charles oh. Schultz, Bill Melendez put this thing together rather quickly. They ordered it. They, what is it? And Charles Schultz, well, it has to, uh, it has to come from the religious, the true meaning of Christmas. They put it together. They showed it to the network, and the network was horrified. Is it? It was too late to pull it. Right. You know, had it, had it been a month out, perhaps it would have been pulled, and we would have been denied this treasure. But they said, eh, okay, we'll air it. It'll get low ratings. The end. Charles uh, said, you know, it's, I want to tell the story of Christmas, or I don't want to do this. Right. And and that's, you know, that's... Uh, but a man of integrity stuck to his guns. Well, not only that, but there's a reason why they called him Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> but there has never, ever, in 45 years now, ever been a complaint about that. There has yeah. never been... I mean, it, you, I know we're thinking, you know, modernly, but there has never been... What they worried about never happened... And thus far has never been an issue. Nobody has ever complained to the network, how dare you shove a religious point of view down my throat. Yeah, and, and again, it's 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 the way you do it. Um and because they didn't shove it. I mean yeah. it was I mean, yes, it, as it happened, it was sort of the climactic moment of the um of the special, but the, the I mean, because you did it through Linus, yes, who is sort of one of the rocks uh, as opposed to I got a mm -hmm. rock, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but certainly one of the rocks of the whole peanut uh, peanuts characters. I mean, I mean, I mean because he's a very soft spoken, and yet he has integrity. And he, what he says, you know, um, 
uh, has gravitas. Yeah, and, and uh, I would say Linus is also the closet intellectual. Yes. Uh, you look at the Thanksgiving special, he's the one who explained the history of Thanksgiving. If you look at other, you know, he will give you background that apparently he just has off the top of his head. And yet he still believes in the Great Pumpkin. Yes. <laughs> And uh, just to backtrack what you said about the children's voices, that had never been done before, mm -hmm. actually doing an animated program where the children were voiced by children, just lends an innocence to it. Absolutely. An, an innocence and, you know, what, uh, you know a, for lack of a better term, a cinema verite to it because it just, yeah. just grounds it in reality. And I think that's also what allowed the innocence of Linus. You yeah. know, here's the question. And he tells the, you know, he answers the question the best way he knows how, which is actually quoting the scripture. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget about the religious aspects of it. The Christmas has been commercialized aspect of it. That's right. Is wonderful. And how many of, I mean, every year everyone is harping on that. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I guess, a secondary theme. Yeah, I, I think it, it is funny because this year, last year, especially, if you go onto uh, Facebook, especially, come October, people are already ranting that the Christmas decorations are up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you have uh, the, the retailers uh, fighting other groups, whether what to hang as a sign outside, what sort of greeting they should have. And, and, and uh, people that work in the establishments are tired of hearing the songs because they're subjected to it. All of this stuff Charles Schultz was exaggerating about, which he does also in the Easter one. Because right. in the Easter one, the holiday decorations are already up and you have Santa. Mm -hmm. And so he, he, he was doing that a long time ago. So I think it was very prophetic. It actually means more now, 45 years later, than it did as a joke back then. Absolutely. And again, there's, there's, there's a reason why um, the Peanuts characters are so timeless and that we're still – I mean, there's, I, be, I believe they're still among you know, the classic Peanuts in the, in the daily comic strips. They're still among the most popular um, comic strips oh, ever. Most definitely. Yeah. And you can get a, a, a smartphone app that you can get your daily Peanuts comic strip. <laughs> oh, something else CBS did not like about the original special? The music. It's jazz. Why? Could lead to dancing. That's oh, right. my goodness. <laughs> I mean, Which it did. Vince Guaraldi's music is wonderful. I think, yeah. I think that first A Charlie Brown Christmas for years was the top-selling jazz album with Baby boomers, yeah, and but, it's still, it's still. I look forward to listening to it every year. But you look, you go back to our, our previous topic. This came on a, a little over a year after the Beatles mm -hmm. came on Ed Sullivan, right. which should have ushered the end of the world then. And and they're they're a little touchy over jazz, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little touchy over the jazz. Yep. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. 
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.